Hi guys, how are you doing today? This is our one of our weekly four-man-only vlogs, and uh, I'm really excited about doing these vlogs. I think that they've helped me when I do them and study and think about them, and I've heard comments from men how it's really helping them, and uh, guys are tuning in. And so, uh, first thing I could say is I hope that you will subscribe to them and you know watch them every week when they come out and really put some energy and time in them and i guarantee they will help you in your walk with god so today we 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 have a subject called abstain and i'm going to be talking about uh abstaining from sexual immorality so let's read out of 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 2 to verse 8 and i'll just read it and then we'll start talking it says um, Paul writing, For you know what commands we gave you through the Lord Jesus, for this is God's will, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, so that each of you knows how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not with lustful desires like the Gentiles who don't know God. This means that one must not transgress against and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger of all these offenses." as we had also previously told and warned you. For God has not called us, us men, right? Come on, men, to impurity, but to sanctification. Therefore, the person who rejects this does not reject man, but God who also gives you his Holy Spirit. So I love this portion of scripture. The first thing I wanna say is that it is a command. It was a command of God. This is not an option. It's not something we just think, oh, this is cool, or, you know, may I don't want to do that. No, no, this is a command from God to, it's not a suggestion, it's something that he commands us to, to live in sanctification. You say, what is sanctification? Well, sanctification basically means that my body is dedicated for God's use only. My body is to be used to glorify and honor God. It is not for sexual immorality. In fact, in Corinthians, he says, the body is for the Lord and the Lord is for the body. So we have to get a mindset, guys, that your body is not used for anything that draws your attention, anything that you think is really exciting or something, you know, more than what it ought to be. Our bodies are vessels for the Lord. So we need to under understand that. And so we dedicate ourselves. So I want to encourage you today to dedicate your body. And you may have done that, you may not have done that up till now, but I'm gonna encourage you to dedicate your body, that your body is for God's use only. Now, when we talk about sexual immorality, we gotta say, well, what is it? Well, anything that has to do with sex, anything that involves anything around that idea that's out of wedlock, that's not uh, in marriage, then has to be thrown out, has to, we have to chuck it out whether it's some stuff we do in our minds, with our eyes, you know, with our bodies, it all has to go. That's why he says abs abstaining. And so, man, from the beginning of time, God made man to be attracted to the opposite sex. We like curves, we like form and fashion, we like this. I guess that's why we're attracted to muscle cars and, and nice cars and exotic things because we, we're attracted to beautiful things. And man, it's not, it's not a sin to admire uh, a beautiful woman. It's not a sin to you know, appreciate beauty. What is a sin is when we go beyond that attraction. So you know, just in a, 
as an example, for instance, if you're you're at the store and you're just walking along, you look, oh, there's this beautiful woman right there. You know, it's not it's not a sin to say, oh, well, she's very beautiful. It is a sin if you ever you got to take second and third and fourth looks and you start following her and looking at her behind and you know all that kind of stuff. Now you're defrauding. You're going farther than you ought to, and that's what Paul was writing here. You know, there's 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 something within the limitations that God has set for us men. And we are allowed in that box. But the moment we step out of that box, we enter into what's called sexual immorality. So that's something that I would like to make you aware of today and all of us. And again, it's not wrong to be attracted to women. It is wrong to take it one step further. So we need to understand that. So he says that you abstain from sexual Immorality. Okay, so sexual immorality means, you know, we start thinking about it. We start fantasizing about sex with somebody. We look at pornography. Um, we read pornography. We look at pictures and, and think about stuff and literal, you know, start, we stare at women, you know, when they walk by. We, um, you know, this is all in the realm of sexual immorality. And so we need to learn how to abstain. The best thing you can do is run. As Joseph did, our example in the Old Testament, when Potiphar's wife was coming on to him and she was like, lay with me, lay with me, lay with me. And no doubt, I, I can guarantee you, she was probably a very beautiful woman and uh, could have had any man. I don't know if she didn't want her husband, I guess, but she wanted Joseph. And I love Joseph. He just said, you know what? Who, who, who am I that I should sin against God? And that's what we need to realize, that sexual immorality is sinning against God. Yes, it sins against man too, but it also sins against God, something we need to be aware of here. And so it says here, so that each of you knows how to control his own body, I like that, in sanctification and honor, not with lustful desires, not with lust, not with a overwhelming passion, overwhelming desire for forbidden things, right? Like Gentiles who don't know God, like people who don't know God. They don't know anything about this stuff. Whatever comes, they indulge in. Whatever they see, they go after. You know, they, they don't find any problem with it, uh, but they will have problems with it. So if we're going to overcome sexual immorality, and I know we've all been tempted by it, we have to learn how to flee. Most people, most guys end up in sin, end up in trouble because they fly too close to the temptation. And so we've got to keep our distance, I think. And, and that is the best advice that I can give you, is just keep your distance. And we learn how to keep our distance by controlling our bodies. And for instance, you know, if you own a house or you own a car uh, and you're proud of that car or your house or whatever, you know, do you throw mud at it? Do you, do you throw acid on it? Do you throw poison on it? You know, you know, do we take better care of our possessions than we do of our own vessels, this, this body, this, this home that I live in? And that's what this body is. It, it is what I live in, but it's also what I use to operate in this realm. And so we're, we're called to operate in this realm according to the laws of God, the rules of God, the conditions that God has set, and we do it for his glory and his honor. So we alone are responsible for this, these vessels. We're, we're responsible. Can't blame anybody else. You can't fall into sin and blame her or blame that guy or blame that, blame that girl or blame, you know, society. Can't blame the, the cultural normals of the day. No, we alone are responsible. I'm not saying it's easy. Temptation is everywhere. 
Um, yet at the same time, God has given us his Holy Spirit to help us and empower us to live this sanctified life. Verse 6 says, this means that one must, one must not transgress against each other and defraud his brother in this matter. So if we were to go and have relations with somebody, you know, God calls it a transgression and he calls it a sin. And he calls it taking advantage or defrauding someone else. So now, not only are we um, causing sin to happen in our own vessels, we're actually helping it along in someone else's. So we're actually messing things up. And it says here, and don't do this because the Lord, I love this, I don't understand it. I don't. I can't say I understand this fully. It says the Lord is an avenger of all these offenses. So I don't, I don't get that. I can't tell you exactly what that means. What I can tell you that if someone gets into sexual immorality, and I'm going to say of, of any degree, whether it's this much or it's this much, there are always going to be consequences. And I, I don't know if we understand that. I think sometimes we think we can get away with it, but there is no getting away with it. You know, what you reap is what you're going to sow. And so I want to help you stay away from these problems. And there's all kinds of problems associated. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18 says, run from sexual immorality. Best advice anyone will ever give you. Paul says, run. You know, I love that. When my grandson comes and I pick him up, and he's two years old, just about two, and he comes to the church or he'll come and visit me and I'll pick him up and I'll put him down. I'll say, run. And he just takes off running. and He likes to run all over, you know, but that's what we're supposed to do. Don't get too close to it. Don't think about it. Don't try and, well, I can handle a little bit. I can just look at this or I can do that. No, no, no. You have to abstain. It's the only way to get free. It's the only way to stay free. We have to change our mentality and say, no. So if you're walking along in the store and you see a beautiful woman or something like that you're attracted to, you might look, you know, but just try to control yourself. So I don't have to look five times. I don't have to stare all the way down the aisle. I don't, you know, I appreciate it, but I'm just going to walk away. I'm going to abstain. We're all tempted. Every one of us men, you know, every man's battle. I once read a book called Every Man's Battle. And I think we all have this battle. And so we have to, it says here, uh, a person who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Do you know that your body is the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have of God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. See, what God is saying that when you get into these sexual sins, he said, you sin against your own body. This is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So obviously, yeah, when you sin with this body, the Holy Spirit is coexisting with you. You are defiling the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're defiling the place where God dwells. And that's in me. That's in us as a, even individually and as a corporate body in the church. God dwells in us. And then verse, 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 says, this is a tough verse. It says, don't you yourselves know that you are God's sanctuary? and that the Spirit of God lives in you. Listen to this. If anyone destroys God's sanctuary, God will ruin him. For God's sanctuary is holy, and that is what you are. Now, I know uh, the context of this is actually plural. A lot of guys take this as individual. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And yes, there's truth to that. But Technically, he's talking about you. It's plural, like the church, the whole, the whole church is the temple of God. 
And he said, if anybody destroys this temple, God will ruin. God will, you know, something's going to happen. Again, I don't know. I can't, I can't say I understand all these scriptures. I do know that I don't want to find out firsthand. How about you? And I'm sure you don't. So the best thing we can do is to remember that the sanctuary is holy. This vessel is holy. It's set apart for God. That's what holiness means. Holiness means set apart for God without sin, and also set apart for God's use alone. Verse 7 says, For God has called us to impurity, not to impurity. God has not called us to impurity, but to sanctification. So we are called, guys, to sanctify this body, sanctify our minds, sanctify these eyeballs. Sanctify, sanctify. That means set apart. It's meant for God. So anything that's contrary to that, we have to abstain from, we have to run from. And then the last verse in verse 8 says, Therefore, the person who rejects this does not reject man, but God who gives you his Holy Spirit. So, I like Joseph, when he ran from Potiphar's wife, you know, he could have gave in, had relations with her, and he would have been accepted by man, but rejected by God. Or he would have rejected God's command. And so he did, the only thing he could do is flee. It, it, I'm not saying he wasn't tempted. I'm not saying he didn't find her attractive. I'm not saying he wasn't sweating as she was rubbing up against him and, you know, giving him all the signs and then blatantly telling him, you know, lay with me. I mean, any man would have been tempted. But I love Joseph because he realizes, hey, I cannot do this thing and sin against God. And he flees. You know, I believe that if he hadn't fled each time, that if he would have kind of you know, gave in just a little bit here and there. Well, I'll just hang around her. We'll just talk. We'll have coffee. We'll just visit. I do believe that he finally would have got wore down and would have jumped in the sack. And I don't know if Joseph would have ever been or walked in the great calling that he did. And so that's why God wants us to be pure. He wants us to be holy, set apart, because he has a great calling on our lives. Man, you have a great calling to live as God's vessels here on the earth doing his will. And so I want to encourage you today to fight against all sexual immorality. God is on your side. We are on your side. Um, the men in this church, they're on your side. So, you know, if you, if you if you are struggling with things, maybe you've gone into pornography. Maybe you've looked at things you shouldn't. Maybe you might even be addicted to it now. You're saying, I don't know how to stop. Um, you know what? There's help for you. And so if, if you need help at any level of this, this, this battle that we're in, I want to help you. So if you need help, don't hesitate to contact me, and we'll get together. We'll talk about it. We have some programs online that we can put you into if you'd like, if you're really serious about getting free. And I, I hope that you are, because you need to realize just how valuable your temple is. Amen. So I just want to encourage you and remind you of the great calling that God has for your life. Uh, I want to give you some homework for the week, something that you could do, and we're going to try and do this every week, is that for the next six or seven days, then until the next vlog comes out, that you could have some homework. So my homework for you today to give you is to read 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 1 to 8, every morning, you know, when you're having coffee or having breakfast, or maybe you're on your way to work and you're listening, or, or whatever, just meditate, think about it, read these verses, 
I guarantee you that they're gonna do something in you. For the word of God is alive and active. It's powerful, it's strong. It will change your thinking, it'll renew your mind, it'll cleanse your heart, it'll wash you every day, and it'll set you on the right path for God. So God bless you guys, and I encourage you to, you know, send this out, share this with other men, um, tell people about it, and help them walk and become the best man they can be. Amen. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Thank you.